Aloha and welcome to Digital Nomakes, the no fluff podcast where we reveal the reality of working remotely. A one, two, three, four. My guest today is Charles Martian. Charles is the co-founder of Martian Athletic, who are reinventing training both in person and remotely. The days of training solo are long behind us. Martian Athletic hosts high-intensity community training sessions tracked with technology to optimize each workout. Now, remotely, they run a worldwide training program, and they're looking to expand their remote training in line with the huge shift towards remote work and living. And I've known Charles for well over 15 years, and he certainly didn't have the biceps he has back then. Um, you're obviously based... The Martian Athletic is based in Harpenden. Yes. And run me through what they do, because I obviously know you. I follow the Instagram of Martian Athletic, and it is incredible what you guys transition people from into, like pure athletes, basically. Uh, well, we do our best. Yeah, so we're a strength and conditioning uh, facility um, in Harpenden, which is in Hertfordshire, just north of London. Um, we train kind of general population um, so most of our clients are kind of 20 to well we've got up to kind of 60 year olds I think wow that's impressive um, yeah like a, a wide wide range um, and we kind of our business model is group personal training so um, we've moved away from one-on-one uh, a little bit recently since January as well even more so um, into small group training so anything from one to four uh, and then we also have a, like a team training service as well. So that's up to 12 people. Um, just creates a little bit more of a buzzier environment. It's not, not that uh, intense one-on-one uh, situation. Um, yeah, that's what, enables... that's what I've noticed from the Instagram is it's kind of, it's like this mini, mini tribe almost, isn't it? That come together yeah. and, and just get as, as fit and as strong um, as possible as far as, as I can tell, but that that must be something that you guys have championed because I haven't seen that before in terms of the group workouts. So it's it's actually something that's trending within the fitness industry. Um, okay. Uh, and that's like I said to you before, we actually uh, got going. Um, we're part of this kind of business business leadership group on on Facebook, and there's a lot of gyms that are also trying to transition into it. Uh, one from a business standpoint and two from just the service that you're then able to uh, provide for people. Um, it becomes more affordable so they can train more than, you know, one time a week because uh, just getting one hour of exercise in the grand scheme of things, um, if you if you can only afford like a one personal training session a week, isn't really much considering when you're sat at a desk for 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you need more than one hour exercise a week to to actually see any benefits from it mm-hmm. yeah that makes that makes a ton of sense because i think i also think the accountability part of it is quite nice when you can bounce off someone yeah. <laughs> I, for instance when i'm in the gym uh my intensity is nowhere near 100 percent, although i probably yeah. think it is um one of the guys i follow called david goggins who you might have heard yeah, of yeah yeah, yeah so, so he has this, this podcast on uh, yeah. joe rogan the other week uh, uh, wow i mean fascinating fascinating guy um, I've got a little bit of a story about him, but this is not for this this podcast. But he's got this forty percent rule, which is obviously you can push yourself like way more than what you think. But I imagine that comes to light when you are in a group session because you see other people going through it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 we definitely seen um, kind of people's uh, competitive sides come out, which is something that we have to kind of watch because we can't just let people try and chuck on all the weight in the world onto a bar because the person before them um, did it. Um, 
but we've also got uh, kind of wearable technology in the, in the gym, heart rate monitors and stuff like that. So we can push people and get them in uh, like the right heart rate zones and things like that, which is pretty cool as well. It's amazing how, how technology is being used in the fitness world in general. It's, it's amazing. So, um, you know, you can, you can track so much. Do you guys yeah. track a load of data or do you just look at specific points of, 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 of kind of the workout? So we're, I mean, we're still in the very early stage of uh, stages of using it. Um, we've only started using it since January. Um, mm -hmm. So at the moment, it's just kind of what we're seeing in real time on a screen. Mm -hmm. um, we're learning about the technology ourselves, and then we can uh, kind of implement different uh, workouts and and training um, programs based on those, or give people certain challenges per month, um, which uh, then we can track kind of via the app because all the data is stored um, on the app. Okay. And what's what's cool is it's kind of created this community within the app as well because they're all adding each other on the app and seeing what each other are doing in each session and things like that. Um, so yeah, it is real cool. I think that's that's the shift. There's a shift I'm noticing, right? So my my work is so far away from from training and fitness, but it's my hobby. So I <laughs> I love talking about it. And in my world, where you're developing and building apps, the massive trend, which you know I'm I'm going to go out and say is community if you can find and source a community in a specific either it's a niche or in general the buzz that it creates and the, the way that you build stuff just becomes far more exciting it sounds like you guys are rocking that well i mean that was when we first started and it was on i don't know if it's still on our website now but the first website we created was trying to build a fitness community in the local area um and that's something i think we're achieving so yeah, you, yes. you're, you're achieving. It's, it's a really tricky thing, though, isn't it? Community set. How do you just go out and build one? So, so what, one of my projects, I haven't even told you about this, is I'm... You have so, so, I, many, I, so many yeah, projects. I've got a few projects on the go, but the one project I'm trying to do now is I've just ordered, a bit, bit rogue, really, but I've ordered 999 bottles, so green bottles. Yeah. And my aim is to make 999 mates in 99 days. Because I work remotely, so I never speak to anyone. I spend all my time on Slack and Hangouts and all of this. So I'm actually trying to meet people in person and give them a bottle with a smoothie in it. So that's one of my things that I hope is going to build a community. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> pretty can random, I, pretty random. Can I get one of these bottles? Yeah, of course you can. Of course Thank you can. You. So, so one of the areas that I want to talk about is this, is this movement. We'll talk about remote in a little bit, but is this movement from, you know, obviously you had the kind of, the gym hunks who who really went for the pure aesthetic you know that was kind of led by schwarzenegger and yeah. protein shakes all of this came to trend when yeah schwarzenegger's the god yeah exactly <laughs> i mean he's a lovely guy so i can't say that away from him but there need there seems to be more of a trend towards this kind of functional fitness which is what you guys deal with do, do, do you have any more like knowledge on how that transition's going uh, I mean, it's, I think functional is quite a loose term. It can be okay. kind of a lot of people use it in, in different ways. Um, I think that kind of aesthetic and bodybuilding way of training is definitely the, uh, it was for me and I'd say kind of my friends, the, the entrance into the fitness world because everyone wants to look better. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, for me, the shift came when I wasn't playing sport anymore because um, I got to a point where I wasn't good enough to actually pursue it. Um, so That's not true. I'm sure you aren't good <laughs> enough. You just, you just got other, other, other interests. So then like, where does the competition, like the competition side of things just disappears from, from your life? And 
functional training in, in some ways kind of brings brings that back for me. Um, and with the rise of things like CrossFit, which is deemed kind of very functional, mm-hmm. um, which is now this global competition, it's actually going on at the minute. Is it um, right it, now? Yeah, so there's a, yeah, the CrossFit Open, which is like the qualifying stages um, of the CrossFit uh, Games. So that it goes open, which is open to anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. You submit your scores, um, do these workouts each week, and then you go into regional competitions, and then you go into the main wow. comp, which is over in America. Is there anyone in the? Is there anyone from Martian Athletic representing, or even the UK? Like, is it? We're not CrossFit. We're not CrossFit athletes. Um, Okay. We we do we do do CrossFit workouts every now and then, Mm -hmm. um, but it requires a lot of time and effort to uh, actually um, pursue it. I'd say as a sport. But no, we've got a few friends that are uh, competitive in in London. Wow, that's super. Um, And there's a few UK guys on uh, on YouTube and stuff like that that I follow that are hoping to get there. Uh, but it's a very, very competitive scene, mate. Very, very competitive. Yeah, I think I've seen... I, I don't know if I've seen it directly. I'm sure I've seen some some videos on Instagram or Facebook. And, and you know, the folks who do it just uh, unbelievably, like, strong and fit and incredible what they have to do. Don't, oh, don't, don't they just... I swear in the finals of the CrossFit Games... Is it CrossFit Games? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the CrossFit Games, they, they set um, the events on the day so you have no idea what to prep for yes yeah yeah and some of them are horrendous so last week last year they did like a they drove them all out into this ranch and they all did like a ranch trail run that was like 15k or something like that it looked horrendous and then they as soon as they got back they then had to do like a one rep max deadlift ladder and see see how high they could get after doing a 15k trail run it was horrendous so, yeah so so you can't really prepare for that that's just no but again that's so that's kind of testing all kind of different types of fitness so olympic lifting running swimming gymnastics um mm-hmm. which i guess is as functional as you could get yeah no of course okay so so talking about the remote side so so you've obviously got the the community based in harpenden or probably hertfordshire and even north yep. london i imagine uh, but obviously you then have the online training that, that, that you were telling me about, which I think is going to be colossal in the next <clears throat> year. So, so I'd love to hear a bit more about what you guys do there. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a service called Marshawn Performance. Um, and then there's two kind of sides of that. We have um, an online group training, which has currently got about 50 members. Uh, so a few of, the, a few of my colleagues write um, a program 12 week well four week block program um which people from around the world actually follow we've got people in australia america south africa global. So yeah that, i mean isn't that incredible that you've just got a global word <laughs> well, i'd say it, it's mainly from ollie's kind of um social media um following that and ollie, so, so for the listeners ollie's your brother right yeah yes yeah 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 <clears throat> um who's got pretty pretty big social media following so mm. um that's pretty cool he's an um, influencer which i was learning about recently so he's he's obviously an influencer i imagine in the in the in 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 the fitness world um yes which is yeah. what well, I, that, I, yeah go for i read it. i read the other day that if you've got over three thousand followers you're now considered an influencer i'm so close i'm so <laughs> close to being an influencer then so and, don't get yeah. excited well, this guy, this guy just passed that mark the other day. So, have you? Are you an influencer? <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, def- I I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not an influencer. <laughs> I'm going to change the footnotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to change the footnotes. Influencer, Charles. 
Don't do it. <laughs> um, but in all honesty, though, I think that is incredible that you can have that global reach. Yeah, I mean, but again, that's just all down to uh, kind of the um, technology as well that's now available to us, being able to get things out to these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's simple technology from what you'd know, but uh, people didn't have that kind of 15, 15 years ago. So yeah, I'm sure it would, would have been big back then, following Arnie's programs or something like that, if he was writing them back then. Yeah, so one of the, I guess one of the visions I probably have, which is, I'm sure it's been in a film or something, is you just have this screen set up, 50 people tuning in live. So pretty much a, a Martian athletic group session, but everyone mm-hmm. is remote. Does that happen at the moment with any anyone? There are virtual... Virtual, um, yeah, virtual. Yeah, virtual personal trainers. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, it's, I think the uh, personal training industry is one of those things that so much of it is that face-to-face contact mm-hmm. um, that people require. Like trying to get a 40-year-old businessman to tune into a virtual person, personal trainer is probably something that we're quite far off, I think. Mm. That's true, um, but I, I, I think it's going to be our generation that will tune into that. We, we seem to be craving this isolated, independent yeah. lifestyle. And I'm sure in X amount of years, you will see. And even actually, the one thing I have researched is on the spinning side. So, you know, you know um, I do a little bit of cycling. And you can now get this bike that has its own screen attached to it. Yes, you have these virtual sessions, but you you have ten other people joining you, so you can see yeah. everyone else doing it. I, yeah, I'm. I mean, if I I don't have any money, but if I had money, I would definitely back <laughs> this type of remote training to be to be start becoming huge, basically. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, and you're right in, in saying that it would be our generation because a lot of our online clients at the minute are more in that kind of eighteen to thirty year old bracket. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's yeah, see. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. But it's it's definitely going to be one of the interesting things to follow. Because I was telling you that the the stats that I've read and probably do trust are that fifty percent of the UK workforce will be remote by twenty twenty. So that's everyone just working that's, completely alone. That's crazy. And that's a huge, huge market, I guess, for fitness as well. Because the the, the difficulty that people do have transitioning into remote work is they actually become fairly lazy like you can be lethargic and just crack on in your pajamas is what people think yeah have a routine so so how do you normally advise people to actually stay healthy and and fit whilst on the move on the move so i mean again my thoughts on this are firstly not letting your kind of nutrition um slip to the wayside Mm -hmm. which does and i'm guilty of that as well when you're rushing around or if you're traveling it's mm-hmm. very easy to just go and find convenience food which sometimes isn't necessarily the most uh, nutrient dense mm-hmm. um but i mean anything you can you can train with just your body weight for your body weights that are resistance um there's actually a real cool guy on instagram if you wanted to check him out called uh, andrew tracy okay andrew um, tracy we'll check him. yeah sli- slightly different but he, he, he calls himself a bit of a nomad um uh, he, okay he he has an events company which he travels up and down the country kind of putting these structures up but he takes with him um some kettlebells he's created a rig that he uh, has fastened to the side of his van which can just fold off 
um, wow. and and he does his his routines out in car parks in the middle of service stations and things like that. So oh, it's cool. de- it's definitely doable. I mean, that's that's one extreme, but if you follow him online, you'll see him um, kind of uh, strapping himself up to his his van and <laughs> walking his van around. Um, car parks and pushing it around car parks i've got to check this guy yeah. out this this sounds amazing is he just like hanging from lampposts and stuff he's, he's a yeah, way well, he can do that kind of stuff he's a real cool guy he's got big old beard, beard on him and long shaggy hair um okay i've got to check him out andrew yeah, tracy yeah the andrew tracy is his uh, instagram tag okay um, okay but i mean yeah get started on the go it, it depends kind of to what extent you want to do that i mean running you can just go for a run it's, it's very easy just to get your legs, legs moving um, moving your body weight, I think, um, is something that's become sexy again. Mm. Um, um, and then, yeah, you just need a, a little bit of kit if you're if you're willing to invest in it, um, mm-hmm. which can which can go so far. Um, yeah, and also, I... there's all these pop-ups of like calisthenics um, parks with just parallel bars or um, a straight bar, which is all you need really to to get in shape. And and do you think because what you were saying at the start was you know, like one hour of just a workout <clears throat> per week isn't really going to make much di- fine. It's going to make an impact, but it's gonna, not going to make a, a difference short term, yeah. midterm, long term. So is it, is it far better to encourage like a daily routine? So for instance, I, I, I tend to stick to routines when I'm working remotely because I think if you stray away from it, it's very, very, it's very easy to, to just flop basically. Whereas yeah. if you have a solid routine, that's far better. Yeah. I'm actually more of these daily routine people, but is daily a bit too much for, for this? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think we've been created to move. So why shouldn't we move daily? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also something that we uh, try and promote at the gym is the, the kind of structure that we have now is to try and get people to train in our small group sessions for three times a week. And then, in, in between those sessions come and train every day at the gym um, in our team training sessions and we've even put on like a yoga class on a Sunday oh, nice. um, just to try and get people offer the access to people every day um, so we actually offer, offer unlimited access to the gym that's um, so nice yeah that's a good way to do it just because a, lo- a lot of our clients are sat at desks for kind of 12 hours a day and it's it's telling telling signs on the body when they can't they can't move um, very yeah. well when they, when they first come to the gym i mean we've got got most of them moving pretty damn well now which is uh really good to see because it's it's one of the other areas i wanted to talk about is this um be, be, being basically sed, what's it called like sedentary or sedentary yeah. yeah yeah when when you're sedentary and you're just static all day is there anything that people can do to combat that uh Get up on your feet and move. <laughs> Get up and move. I think that's I mean, right, though. I, I the other think thing is right. that when, when people are sat down all day, which is uh, the other problem is that they're not burning the calories that they need to. So then this then becomes um, an issue of weight gain because they're not, they're not burning the calories, that, calories they need to considering what they're putting in their body each day. They're, they're in a calorie surplus daily, meaning that over time they're going to put on weight. Um, and they're not doing the exercise to then counteract that, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I think people are coming to grips with now. Um, but yeah, it's, definitely it's, something that needs it's, it's getting more publicity, isn't it? All of this, all of this movement throughout the day. And for me, I think it's far better to 
a lot of people try and hit like a short-term solution. So they'll go on a <clears> diet. 90% of people stop diets after seven months. So yeah. going on a diet is okay for a very short period of time, but it's far better to, for me anyway, when it comes to health, address the, the influences on why you've got to that stage. So as you said, right, just people sitting. So, okay, so how can we stop people from sitting? Well, I, I use a stand-up desk, for instance, which helps me a lot because I'm yeah. constantly on my toes, constantly moving, popping around. So you therefore change the concept of, oh, okay, we'll get up and walk every now and again to actually just make a huge shift and try and, try and combat that. Does, that. does that make any sense? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I've actually just got up and started walking because you said that. <laughs> there you go. You need to get up. Yeah, you need to get up. Um, um, yeah, I mean, just getting up and walking. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that I've, we've told our clients as well. One of our clients actually got a stand-up desk in his office because awesome. um, of, that, of that, uh, that exact fact. Um, what, what else can we do to... I think, again, wearable technology has helped as well. Getting people like Fitbits, um, having those 10,000-step goals. Um, but we just need, need more of it really. Yeah. I, I just, I, I do hope that more starts coming in, especially from the technology side, because the Fitbit as well is very basic technology. It's just a bunch yeah. of sensors packed exactly. into a wristband. I think the next transition is going to be something audio based because, you know, having to look at something and see how you're doing <laughs> for me, when I go running, I, I use Strava and I love listening. That's not a plug. Yeah. Whenever I mention anything, I'm not plugging <laughs> the app or anything. I'm just trying to say that, the beautiful thing How about Strava, yeah, yeah, well, millions, absolutely millions. But it's 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 non-obtrusive, so it's just a little robotic voice in my ear telling me how much I'm doing. And I definitely see audio becoming a bit more influential in this. You know, even Marsh and I, Charles in my ear, just saying, "Hey, man, notice you've been sat still for 20 minutes. Why don't you just go and have a little bit of fresh air?" I think I think it's the difficulty with wearable technology at the moment is it's not personal yeah and yeah. and apps went through this so apps went through this stage with language of basically you know you can be incredibly formal so if you sign up for an app and it says sign up enter name enter email it's, it's very rigid whereas nowadays the sign up flow is typically like this beautiful onboarding that's incredibly human and you know oh yeah. don't stress about this which i think is where wearable technology is going to have to transition into and whoever does it it's going to have a huge huge market share i'm sure that's just reminded me about another app but i can't for the last me think what it is um laurie harris was actually testing it out and okay it was, a it was a virtual trainer personal uh virtual trainer app and you could choose kind of uh, which trainer you wanted yeah and they yeah. had like a, a wide variety of trainers and then you'd just put, put your earphones in and the guy would play some music and tell you what you needed to do um it's quite basic training because it would only be yourself in a room um okay kind of i guess like following a uh, fitness dvd but obviously a little bit different yeah and so so with all of this remote like in the transition for people becoming remote i find it very scary and, and obviously you've seen huge success with building the community who come to a physical gym um is it something that you think's gonna going to be a bit worrying or, or what what do you see being the impact on this like the human community i guess uh I, I think within the industry it's quite hard to take the human aspect out of it i think there will always be a need well a want for uh, that human interaction within personal training mm -hmm. um, but i do only see the remote stuff growing because if for example there's a guy in australia that 
well, no, there's actually a guy in America that I follow um, mm-hmm. quite a lot. And um, I've recently just come off one of his programs myself. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so it's quite cool to be able to follow someone's program that's you're never going to have contact with unless you actually travel over there. Yeah. Um, which could, could could be quite expensive. Um, it's it's an inexpensive way of uh, finding like good quality programming. Yeah, I I, I can definitely see the 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 cost benefit of it. It's just more. Is it going to? And I hope that because I'm one of these people. I love meeting people, and I think it's nice to have that in person communication as well what i'm talking about is you know hopefully in a little bit in the future um but i do think it's it's definitely a thing of of concern okay so what is next for yourself uh martian athletic martian performance anything on the horizon that you want to you want to let me in on um well hopefully going to be um launching another product uh, on the martian performance side uh, which is more of a foundations of uh training so at the minute, the Martian performance stuff is quite um, high end, not high end, what's the word? Complex. Okay. Um, it's a little bit difficult for the kind of everyday gym goer to uh, follow because it's, it's kind of some top programming. Um, mm-hmm. And we want to launch something that kind of everyone can get involved in. It's more, more simple programming, but it's nice. definitely just, just as effective. Nice, nice. And you are a, um, you're now an uncle, aren't you? I'm an uncle, yes. Looking forward to watching the little man grow up. Yeah, he's been in the gym already, right? Yes, he's been in there a few times. Uh, <laughs> if, you look at, if you look at Ollie's Instagram, he's, he's put some stuff with him in there. Um, we're just getting him ready. Awesome. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to he's going to be the Olympian. I recently watched the Winter Olympics. I love the Olympics. I, I, yeah, hope, I, I hope more well. people want to do that. Difficulty with it is the the kind of drug use that seems to be potent in the Olympics. But hey ho. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep him clear of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, keep him clear of that and get him ready for the Olympics. Yes. Awesome, um, dude. Well, thanks so much, mate. I'm 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 going to wrap it up there. Perfect, Al. Cheers, mate. Awesome. So Charles is a great friend. He's also an influencer now. Now, influencer marketing is huge, and will continue to grow as we become more remote. However, the more remote we do become, the more filters we view life through. I mean, for me, health and fitness is an ever-changing beast of a market, and I hope one day to jump into it. But for now, I'll let Charles champion the space. Check out Martian Athletic on Instagram, at Martian Athletic. Cool. Ciao.